<laughs> testing, testing. One, two, three. Talk it like a conversational. Are we already sound checking? Yeah, we have sound checking. One, two, one, two. You need to stop moving on that beam back. I didn't even move. <laughs> I heard the beams rattle. Yeah, that's because I moved into position to where I was not going to move. But. All right, all right. Good evening, afternoon, or morning, and welcome to this week's wonderful episode of. Our ninth episode, and in um, honour of our ninth episode, we have a special guest joining us live in the Island Bay studio, <laughs> Graham. Hello everyone. How's it going, Graham? Uh, I am quite good today. So, I hope you realise, I'm not sure whether you've been listening to the cast, but the listeners have already um, been introduced to you, and there's been a few anecdotes, right? Many a times. I think you get a mention like once a week. Yeah. We did have one listener saying that you should definitely come on to the show. Just mm-hmm. just one listener? <laughs> <laughs> one listener saying definitely and thousands saying maybe. Thousands think it and we just pick up the vibes. Yeah. So well so welcome. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. And to that one listener who said I should be on the show, thank you and Good things are going to happen to you. I know it. And is that in a, like a karmic kind of way? That as well. And as soon as I find out who you are, I'm coming around to your house and I'm going to give you a cake. <laughs> oh! What flavour cake? I don't know. Whatever cake Helen decides to bake. Because <laughs> I can't bake for sure. <laughs> and my baking is off the chain. It is. As, as Wellington will soon find out when I launch my cupcake business that Rachel is not involved in in any way, shape or form. I thought we were in macaroons. I thought this was now agree. <laughs> I thought we were doing macaroons, you... cooked cakes, and Friedelands or whatever. Um, Madeline? Madeline. France? <laughs> Madeline. I think you might have just created a new baked good there, man. <laughs> Friedelands. It's like a cross between a Madeline and a Friedelands. Yeah, if I knew what those things were, I would totally make one. So Friedelands like little cakes with um, almond meal. Yeah. And then Madeline's are like in the shape of a shell. Well. Cross the two. Let's do it. Match made in heaven. Consider it done. Or I will come around and mow your lawn for free. That is not just a rando offering to mow your lawn. That is a professional. Yeah, it will be professionally mm-hmm. manicured, as we like to call it in the business. And you will get one of those, what are they called? Macaroon? What were you guys talking about? Ma- macaroon? No. Madeline. That's it. Line. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get one of those. Um, can I just can we just hit pause for one second because everybody's got their cell phones out. Oh, apart like, from this me. is my agenda. Whatever. <clears throat> you just put that up then. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> do we want to look at the footage? Because <laughs> I mean, so everybody's got their cell phones out and is playing and Graham's playing his game. Do you want to tell us a bit games. about? Do you want to tell us a bit about your game? Yes, I do actually. It's my reason for living, aside from the lovely lady on the couch here. Uh, it's about Rachel. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> drinking on the coke. Sorry, right, right. I'm done. That's all I am. It's a game uh, about superheroes and uh, the Marvel ones, and they are all together and they fight baddies. And um, it's great fun. Great graphics. Great quality. The realism. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just take you in a take you away to another another place, a happy place. We, you, good always wins. Wow. Do you think that applies to reality? That good always triumphs yeah. over evil. Yes, I would. I would like to hope so. I disagree. Okay. Because <laughs> I've just been listening to a new podcast called Truth and Justice. Mm-hmm. It's not new, but it's new for me. And it's one from, so we had Serial with that Adnan Syed case. And then we had Undisclosed, which looked further into the legal ramifications of the Adnan Syed case. And now we've got Truth and Justice, which is more of an investigative Mm-mm. podcast where it looks into the day-to-day stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't think good always wins. I think that we have some corruption in our system. When I say our system, I mean the American system, because I don't know very much about our system here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm also not qualified to speak on behalf of the justice system. In New Zealand. <laughs> I, think you, I think you hold uh, an interesting position um, where you are qualified to speak. I don't know, though. I mean, I think in the long run, maybe maybe it does win. Well, I, I'm kind of like a product of the uh, legal system in New Zealand. Would you like to expand on that? Uh, it works so far. Do you mean you've not been into jail yet? Yeah, or, uh, well, you know, like, coming from a life uh, background of, you might say crime, to to going from uh, being uh, persecuted for those crimes, (laughs) of course, which you you do when you do the time, you do the crime, and then... um, do the crime, you do the time, isn't it? That, that as well. And then, you know, uh, you come through, you learn your lesson. And then you stop doing those things because uh, you were a menace to society and those who love you as well. What do you think about a system where instead of do the crime, do the time, you do the time and then you do the crime? Hang on, wait a minute. I, I do the time for a crime that I haven't done? But yeah. you're going to do it. Yeah. But then you get out and then you're allowed to do the crime because you've done the time. Hmm, that sounds kind of, uh, actually I kind of like it, <laughs> because then like if I'm going to rob a bank, right, I'd I do the time for robbing the bank, but then I'd get out and I'd get the money yeah, for Yeah, reap it. the rewards. The issue is with robbing a bank though, and I mean this in the most loving way, I don't think you have the ability to rob a bank. Oh Really? Yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't. I don't think that you could crack a safe the same way that I could crack a safe. This is why you guys are the drink team. This is true. This is true. I mean, and with you well, on board as well, that just brings in an extra. I wouldn't level. be cracking a safe. I'd be standing in with the gun, going, "Give me your money." Well, no, you don't do that. That's aggravate. That's terrible crime. Well, then I'd do the time. Then I get the well, money. Well, you do like that. thirty years in jail. And then you do it. <laughs> Well, not really 13, 13 years, because the last aggra- aggravated robbery that I was a victim of, uh, the person got 12 years, because it was a repeat offence, and then the first person who, the, the other person who was involved got 8 years, which was uh, his first offence, then there was 6 for the guy who was underage, and the car, the getaway driver got uh, 4 years. Wow. So, if you cut all that in half for big, uh, good behaviour, really, <laughs> they got fuck all time. Instead of reasonable assumption to make that you can cut, <coughs> cut sentences in half for good behaviour. Yeah. 
Wow. Maybe not in half, but a little. You, you take, you know, a few years off because it's like, you know, good behaviour. What about bad behaviour? Well, then you're going to be in there for longer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and they were, they were made off with, uh, if they got away with it, probably like 20-something K. I mean, I have a suggestion. Chastise me if I'm wrong. But I am going to... Unlikely. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that you don't do the crime all the time. Or the crime, or the time, and then the crime. I just think be a law abiding. Just consistent. no crime, no time. Yeah, I think. What just, about that thing that Russell Brand said though? Or just about, don't get caught. Like letting people do drugs, and then once they do the drugs, if they get addicted, um, help them. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Hell's Pizza has got have got something to say about that. <laughs> I did hear about that. Mm. So it was, was basically like, don't tell me your problems. I'm with. not interested in your worries. Oh. And then I was like, I wanted to say, you are aware that your store is right next to a 12-step meeting. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. But then I was like, no, let's just not go there. We should go outside there and pick it. And I was just like, going to say. Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> I like it. Hell no. No yeah. more needles. Was that intentional? No. No more needle pens. Yeah. And did you hear that KK and John had planned to have house pizza? Um, the other night they had a little uh, social gathering at their place and they were going to order pizza and, and John was like making arrangements and KK was like no 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 no, we're boycotting house <laughs> if you give me enough money See, I will pass I out KK. in front of the shop with needles stuck in my arm <laughs> as a protest would you do it with the needle pens stuck in your arms as opposed to real needles or a mixture of both both because would... I feel like if you had if you passed out in front of their store with a needle pen stuck in your arm that would be the best symbol that we could send to them well, covered in ink how about that red ink oh yeah uh red ink naked how <laughs> me naked um I think that so what do you think I don't know I was just filling um, space and time now after that um thank you to um everyone who has engaged with us on Twitter, social media, emails. And um, just a reminder as well that we are always keen to receive your agony out questions. Oh, yeah. Actually, maybe we should kick off with one. Yeah, so this week, because we've got our special guest host... I don't even know what it is. I'm so excited. We'll give him an opportunity to answer the question first. You told me yeah. like five minutes ago, but I got already. So it's where somebody writes into the show. Oh, with a problem, that's right. With a problem. Oh, man, I'm all about fixing problems, yeah. man. Life advice. And so obviously we have a specialist on the show who would like to consult <laughs> your expertise on this matter. Man, I, I can see what's going to happen. They're going to branch or I'm going to have my own show. It's going to be like Dr. Phil. Was Dr. Phil a branch off show? No. Oh, you're just saying your show will be like Dr. Phil? I'll be as good as Dr. Phil with his, uh, with his accent. American? Yeah, you know how it's got like everyone's like dumb hillbillies or something like that. <laughs> That's a good impression. Do you know, I was listening to um, Truth and Justice today and they were interviewing someone from Texas and man, like the Texas accent is like so interesting. Do you like it? I think anyone from Texas sounds like they have the disadvantage of sounding a bit stupid. Yeah, I think so too. Like, but also this person was speaking in really eloquent and, you know, quite sounded quite intelligent and I was like this is such a bizarre thing to listen to you know yeah yeah anyway continue with the idea and question all right <clears throat> before we offend any more listeners this is thinking from one of our loyal listeners um I have recently started a new relationship with a lovely guy 
but he has a mild form of Tourette's, which I get really embarrassed, or worse, I laugh un- uncontrollably <laughs> when we're out in public. He says exactly what's on his mind, and it's often offensive to someone with an earshot. I'm seriously considering breaking up with him. Am I just being shallow? Hmm. That's a good one. Uh, you know what they say? Old, an old Greek saying that I, that I heard. Was it Greek, or was it possibly even Confucius? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the ancient greats. Yeah. It's, um... How, how, how does it how does it how, how was it worded? Um, either embrace that shit <laughs> or not. Okay. So there you go. You either with them or you're not with them. There's like no no middle of the road solution because if you are in the middle of the road, you're gonna get your ass run over by a truck or something. It's a nice metaphor. I know it's uh it I'm pretty sure it's Confucius or uh. Um, Lao Chu, possibly, who said that. I've got a little anecdote from a time that I spent with someone with Tourette. Yeah. So I was on a ride in Disneyland. <laughs> Which Disneyland? Disneyland Paris. Oh, <clears> nice. And then um, I was about 11 and I was on this ride and then this boy, this French, I don't, oh, I don't know what he was actually. He was sat next to me. I presumed he was French at the time because I was 11, but yeah, I'm not sure. And he was sat next to me, and then all of a sudden, he just got right up in my face and went, (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was with my sister, Elizabeth, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And she was like, it's okay, hell, he's got Tourette's. And then he got back in my face, and he was like, (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. That was the longest 12 minutes of my life. Wow, that really took the ride up a notch, eh? Mm. (laughs) I was on edge. Man, I was hoping you were going to say that he started like, abusing you in French but like in a Tourette like manner. No, and I would have enjoyed that more, but no, I was just completely you know <laughs> I shot my little undies, you know? <laughs> Your little mini mouth undies. <laughs> I shot my eleven year old kickers. Yeah. <laughs> um, um I say don't break up with him because clearly you guys have a lot to laugh about. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do break up with him then your life will be less full of humour. And we all know that humour is the spice of life. This is true. You know? I say, let it rub off on you. You know, like, if you've already got that as a free pass, you could just pretend that you're a couple of spirits. I say, what's wrong with telling people how you feel? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, shouldn't this world be more honest with how they feel anyway? You know, rather than dancing and pussyfooting around the subject? I mean to that. Like, I tell Graham how I feel every day. You know, I tell him I love him, because I feel that. You know, I tell you I love you, because I feel that. You know? Oh, I told my workmate today that I loved him. No, actually, I was, no, sorry, I didn't tell him that I loved him. I was speaking metaphorically for him to give advice to his friend. And well, to, to his friend, I said, you have, to, you have to tell him that you love him, your friend. Did it? Uh, it's easy to get back on. Do you want to tell us what the what the topic was, and then we can help with that as well with the advice. <coughs> well, well, his friend is hanging around with um, some unsavoury characters, one might say, mm-hmm. and uh, my workmate doesn't want him to continue this behaviour because you know if you 
hang around with people who eat pizza, you are also going to possibly eat pizza at some stage. Mm-hmm. And if this pizza is dangerous and addictive and send you to jail type pizza... You got pizza, it from Island Bay House? <laughs> uh, yes! Uh, you might uh, then, in fact, be, you know, dancing with the devil, one, one could say. And um, so you, then I was like, man, you have to tell him the truth, but with love. You know what I mean? And, um, it, you know, when he started off being all kind of like, like a guy, you know, being like, hey, man, so this is how, this is how I do it. He's like, hey, man, you know, you've got to be like, you know, you got to listen to me. And they're like, no, that's not how you do it. You say, listen, you, you are my dear friend, and I've known you for many, many years, and I love you, and uh, you cannot continue this behavior because it will be the death of you. Along those lines. That's really good advice. Man, this is what we would just this is what we just throw around every day, man. Man. When we when we're um just cutting making hay, you know? Literally. On the <laughs> on the back of that great advice, I wanna throw another question your way. Bam, go, do it. Alright. <clears throat> uh I'm a painfully shy introvert and have lots of ideas to share with people but always end up tripping over my words and sounding like an idiot. How can I get over my shyness and live a happy and fulfilling life? Oh my god, I'm a painfully shy introvert. Are you? No, I seriously am. So I'm an introvert and extrovert. So, sorry, I'm just going to jump on you. Not not, <laughs> <laughs> not literally, figuratively speaking, just before you say anything. And I just like, what I do is I just overcompensate. Wait, are you an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert? Oh, I don't know. Because I feel like it would be the latter. Then it's the latter. You're far more clever than I am. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I just I, just, accuse I like think it's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's because what you mean you come off as an extrovert, right? Yeah, but deep down inside, like if I'm in this situation where I don't know anyone, I sit <clears> in the corner <throat> and glare at people and make passive judgments on them and then leave. That's my mo. You know, yeah. that's, that's who I am deep down <clears throat> I feel like that's testament to our, our first friendship you know and you were like come to the French movie with me and I was like <laughs> oh gosh and my sister made me go you know because I don't I don't like doing things like that you know you have to be my good friend before I like open mm. anything towards you I feel really like honoured that we even had that experience and, I know even know, though you don't remember it I know but you know also it's unlike even more unlikely because I'm also an introvert like a strong introvert so, I mean, if, like, if you've been thrown into a friendship with Dan, like, you guys would have hit it off straight away because he's that kind of person, like, you, you know. Yeah. But, like, with both of us being kind of misanthropic, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm hearing what it. What are the odds? I'm hearing it. Anyway, what are your views on that, babe? Um, uh, well. Because you are also an introvert. Am I? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I was. So um, the test, apparently, whether you're an introvert or extrovert, is, like, where you get your energy from. Like, yeah. do you find it energising to be around people and you feel like you need to be around people and have social interaction to recharge? Mm. Or do you, like, have a good time with your mates, but at the end of the day you need to, like, be on your own or, like, have some quiet, solitary time to, like, recharge your batteries? I've been in situations in my life where both are uh, applicable. Right. But you... As you, as it is right now, yeah. you're an introvert because I said you have a day off on Friday, and I said to you, "What do you want to do on Friday?" And you said, "I want to stay at home on my own and sit in the dark." Mm-hmm. And I said, 
and then later in the day I was like oh should we plan something for Friday then because Claire's going to be out on Friday night as well mm-hmm. to which you were like no I've told you what I want to do and I was like oh I thought you were joking that was for more your sake than my own but anyway interesting <laughs> how is that for my sake <clears throat> we will recap on that later but anyway the, <laughs> this pers- we have this person in need about their question man uh, another piece of gold just sprang into my head. I think it was possibly Anthony Robbins, yeah, or the uh, Doctor Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer. Uh, I was I was listening to one of his talks. Got like an encyclopedia of I mean, of, 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 of just enlightenment. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, I think I think it was him who said uh, these great words that I remember, and I will carry for for. As long as I I will live, is <clears throat> embrace that shit or not? <laughs> and, the, and that's it. But but like if you think it about sounds familiar. it, does sound familiar. But if you think about it, right? Okay, so you either deal with what with what you've got and who you are, and uh, love yourself. And from there, you, you cultivate and nurture the things, the qualities that you have that make you uh, special. So they grow and flourish into this into this thing. You might say a possibly a beautiful human being, and then you're you're not so not so good defects maybe, or qualities that you don't like about yourself will be outgrown by the beautiful. And then they will be uh, laid to the wayside. And um, so if you're struggling at getting a message across, uh, then, you know, if you, if you love yourself, the, the, that message will eventually come through and come out. Uh, and people will, will hear you no matter what you're trying to say and how you're trying to say it. And they will say, wow, this person is, is really passionate and, and wants to, let, let's help them. And so then... Then from there you're you're also also uh, affecting people in a positive way, and then they're they're wanting to get to know you better as opposed to being negative and sitting in the corner going oh nobody likes my bad idea I'm so crap of my ideas are shit, and then everyone's like oh let's not go near that person they're a bit grumpy and, and you know and there you go and then and then and the same relates to the first question you got to embrace the person you're with for that time. May not be forever, and, and and just love them for who they are. It's about love. Hey, that was that was inspirational. That was from the heart. That's because it was from the heart. I felt that. Did you I feel did that? too. Yeah. That was the that was the that was the the light speaking, if you will, people. <laughs> Can we just recap the question? It was, was almost religious. <laughs> oh, you forgot the question. Oh, this one. Oh. Right. <laughs> That that question sung to me, man. That's because I was like listening so intently to your words that everything else fell out of my head. Boom! I hope there was some type of that was got some gold from that man. Just who you are and the question. I know I got some gold from that. Um, the question was: I'm a painfully shy introvert and have lots of ideas to share with people, but always end up tripping over my words and sounding like an idiot. How can I get over my shyness and not happy and fulfilling life? Yeah, I like that. Like back yourself. That's what you were saying, wasn't it, Beth? Yeah, yeah, but don't try to change who you are. Just say I'm. I, I love that I'm shy and I've got a message and I want people to hear it. But then just do the best you can with what you got, 
I mean, you try can... just try and tell people. People will hear, and who gives who gives a a, a rat's ass if you if you stumble all, on your words, you know. Nobody, nobody is the perfect speaker. If you go to Toastmasters, actually, that would help you from stopping uh, stumbling on your words. That's true. That's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've I've got a few friends who go, and then and their their, their speaking has become a lot more uh, fluent. I tell you what really hurts. So Caitlin, my mm-hmm. niece, the eldest, she had trouble with, like with like falling over her words and stuff, and what helped her was going to see KK. Awesome. Yeah, KK's really helped her with being able to speak and you know speak in public and be you know just a really what's the word? She she just has a lot of thought behind all of her like what she says and she takes her breath and you That's know awesome. says things and it's just taking a big deep breath if you're talking to people you know you just take a breath think about what you want to say and then say it or you can always find a different medium to get your ideas out there so that you know like in this modern day you've got blogs. Mm-hmm. you've got you know podcasts mm-hmm. which are a lot less intense than talking to people in real life you know yeah. protests <laughs> even Pro- yeah. you could come and join our protest listener if you want to they, that, they could be the yeah. person uh naked in front of those pizza <laughs> that would that would that would fix any shyness that would really well. <laughs> them out of the you know, i'll do it with you how's that sound <laughs> how about we all just go naked I'm what a shame this is an audio format. We well, we can take pictures. Special. I'll be ha- I'll be behind the camera, and you guys can all be naked. Oh, one 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 <laughs> word of one word <laughs> yeah. of warning though about conquering shyness: do not get drunk, and or take lots of drugs to get over that shyness, because you will probably end up doing something completely different to what you thought you would uh, wanted to do. That is good advice. Yeah, like getting arrested or driving a car off a cliff, <laughs> maybe. And all you wanted to do was I get a message problems. across. <laughs> or just, you know, embarrassing yourself. Yeah. That as well. <laughs> um, but I, I appreciate the extremity of your example. Yes, embarrassing yourself. I was good about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we're in such a role, shall we go on for one last question? Yeah, let's do that. Right. Boom, I'm keen. <clears throat> This question uh, comes from a listener in Montana. Oh, yeah. I actually don't really even know where that is, but I'm going to Google it. I'm pretty sure it's in the States. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't there a Hannah Montana? Yeah, there is. Maybe it's okay. From Montana. Say say hello. Listener, say hello to Hannah Montana, please. If you see her around. um, And Dolly Parton. (gasps) Hannah Montana's godmother. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, yeah of course I knew that. Well, did not you know actual that? Hannah no. Montana, Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah, but also on the show. That is who. So it works both ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our listener from Monta- Montana sent in a question entitled, Should I Tell? One of my co workers openly lies about stuff to other people. There doesn't seem to be any gain to her, but she will say one thing to me and then the complete opposite to someone else. I really want to say something to her, but don't know how to approach it. That's such an interesting one. See, I wish I could ask a few more questions there. I know. Um, I mean, you might not know, this person might have really good reason to be lying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by you asking the question, you might really, like, strike a bond or help this person out, you know? But if, it, if it's, like, about banal shit, you know, around the office, that's of no apparent consequence. They are potentially a 
a pathological liar and that's okay. So do you think it's better to just be aware of it and be wary of the person? What's your concern about it? I mean, it depends on what type of person you are. If you are not bothered about the conflicts, then go for it and confront them about it. Or you can just sit back and know that this person, most likely 99% of what they come, comes out of their mouth is bullshit. So just take it for what it is. Because I've had this probably to a much lesser extent, but someone at my work who, like, I've just caught them out in lies a couple of times for no good reason. My favourite thing to do is to, like, back them into a corner <laughs> so they're exposed. <laughs> of course it is. You play karma a little bit. Yeah. Yes, I really agree with um, what goes around comes around, and if what is coming around is taking a little bit too long to come around, there's no harm in giving it a little, um, a little nudge, you know? It's yeah. like, what's good about a liar being exposed is that it's going to be harder for them to lie, is it not? Because mm. they'll be thinking, you know, possibly they'll be thinking, oh, uh, should I, because I, I felt so bad last time I lied. Some people don't think that, though. Some people do not feel that way. They just get well, angry at themselves for getting exposed. They don't even. Get... They don't even do that. I know somebody who is also. Well, that would be a psychopath, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> a pathological liar. Or that as well. To me, the thing is, like, if you're gonna fucking lie to me, at least have the courtesy to be a good liar about it. You know. Well, I know, right? Like, do you know, I've been putting a lot of thought into lies recently. Yeah. Right. Because I, in my past, have, you know, diced with the occasional. Occasional fib. Occasional fib. Fraudulent Manipulation. Fraudulent behaviour. Call it what you will. (laughs) Who hasn't, I guess? You're only human. (laughs) Only human. I've made mistakes. Right. One of the mistakes that I learned very early on in my young life was never tell a lie too big for you to be able to handle. Right? Now, turns out that I did do that. Because, well, I wasn't thinking, and I was pretty unwell a couple of years ago, and I got caught out, like, literally red-handed. You know, but I've been thinking a lot about it. And, you you know, what, as soon as you tell that lie that is too big for you to handle, you know, you just can't continue anymore. And it's, it gets especially worse when you change your stories to different people. You know, there, you have to be a certain type of devious human being to be able to get away with telling constant lies. So do you think that in the case of this person, maybe a bit of a reality check? Could potentially. This level of lying could be a good thing. Yeah. Well, this level and consistency of lying, I think. But it was uh, a a great man once said, uh, (laughs) I think it was... You? No. 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 Definitely not me. Uh, I think it was uh, Captain (laughs) Kirk or possibly even um, Han Solo. What do you want to happen to, to this person? What does the person who, who's getting annoyed with these lies, ultimately, is it affecting you? Is it affecting your, your being that this person is lying all the time? And, and if it is, and you want to do something about it, then by all means, you know, like there's a digital way, set up a camera and, and like, and get them to say something about a lie. And then, then just, then just put it in the lunchroom TV for everyone to see and then, there it is uncovered and then end of story. Do you mean like video it? Well, if you want to go to the... If, if it's Do a effect- docu-series. Yeah, if, it, if it's affecting you that oh, much in that way, then just... I live for that sort of shit, eh? Yeah, then, then just hang that shit uh, up in front of every... Uh, up, up for everyone to see. 
But it's not really. I mean, um, obviously it must be, otherwise they wouldn't have come up with a question. Can we go back to our listener on this one and just ask what type of lies they are for next week? Yeah. And then we can um, go back and, you know, maybe rehash this one next week and yeah. see where we're up to. I think it's good. We need to follow up. And, and also some more specifics around the lies being told. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of goss. Yeah, we yeah. need more specifics and, you know, all of that sort of okay, stuff. Okay, TBC on this one. Any more questions? Um, let me see. <clears throat> so I'm a therapy alone. Like you're in therapy yeah. or like you're a therapist? Well, that's what, well, I'm, well, the therapist is in therapy as well, but they just ask, they're just giving the advice. I think you'd be a really good therapist. Yeah. I mean, case in point. We'll, see, we'll soon see. Based on this episode. <laughs> exactly. It's going to go off for you. Therapy time with Ray. <laughs> Um, Produced okay. by RK and HR. Or the G-Man, a.k.a. Ginge Pang. No, because that, that just, like, brings it down a level, though. What do you mean? I mean if you call yourself that, then people take you less seriously. No, but I think that makes it more accessible, though. Yeah. You know, that's opening it up to a whole group of people who might not have otherwise. You know, they would have thought that therapy wasn't wasn't their vibe. an option. But it is, people. It's so close to you. It's just... Through this podcast. Maybe <laughs> let's post Graham's phone number on Twitter. No! No more stalkers! Or you can just pop into a. <laughs> just pop into his work like we do. Hannah Montana. Yeah, pop into work. You know. Oh, which reminds me. Yeah. Uh, you remember how um, at work. Ah, you actually walked past the other day. Yeah. Um, I was going to pop in, and then how long did you weren't working? Yeah. What? No, I didn't. But anyway. He works on a Friday and a Saturday. Didn't I call you once? I was like, I was going to, like, last week. And anyway, you, your friend, uh, who you've always buy the cheeseburgers for. <laughs> yeah. What, which is a shame because the cheeseburgers are my favourite. But. <laughs> <laughs> I get up for you as well next time. I see. Well, you don't have to get them for him anymore. Uh, because, like, I, I played this little joke on him because, um. <laughs> not a little joke, alright, but it was a joke. I was like, because I knew he was going to ask me for a cigarette when I was walking up to him, and I was like, and I was walking up, and I was like, oh, have you got a cigarette, man? <laughs> that I can, that I can have, man? You know, I'm hanging out for one man, and he was like, mm. and he looked, he gave me this real sword, sorry. So that's what I'm going to do all the time now. That's a great one. That's like what I do, you know, with those people who stop you for, like, charities on the street? Yeah. So they're like, oh, do you have a minute to talk about? So the thing to do with them, you go, you kind of look at them like, don't you recognize me? You're like, yeah, I work for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, duh. It just really catches them off guard and lets you <laughs> off the hook. Um, do you recall the segment which was launched last week about conspiracy theories? I do remember. No, but I heard about it. I feel because like... everyone at work was talking about it, and I was like, oh man, I missed it. I feel like you're the sort of person who would be, like, a fan of a good conspiracy theory. Graham I am loves pa- conspiracy I am partial to the odd conspiracy. What is your favourite one? My... about how Tupac was... Um... Are you joking? No. Why would I be joking? Have you heard last week? Okay, no, on. I did not hear it. How Tupac was actually killed, not by uh, rival gang members, yeah. but by the Illuminati. Right. Okay. Or, or some something like the Illuminati. The reason I freaked out was because my favourite one, which we spoke about last episode, is that Tupac's still alive. But um, I'm keen to hear more about the Illuminati. Oh my god, did you not... Did you, have you not... Oh my god, where all have you been? All I know is that... In 2010, I was at a Jay-Z concert. 
And I was like, everyone was like doing a little triangle thing with their hands. And I just started doing it. And I was vaguely aware that I was like participating in some Illuminati cult ritual. Yes. That's true. You that's all I know about the Illuminati. And that Beyonce is in it. And their kid. Mm-hmm. Well, so the rumor has it that all of the music industry is Illuminati driven mm-hmm. and funded. Well, not funded because it's funded by us sheep who buy the music and then do all the Illuminati signs. Uh, because there's actually footage of, of uh, people getting interviewed. And there's this interview with Tupac and uh, it's Snoop, right? Uh, two days before uh, Tupac got uh, shot, right? And um, they're asking them questions. And one of the questions happens to be like, uh, why Tupac didn't want to sign with this particular uh, record label? And, um, you know, his answer was, you know, I'd rather die before I sign um, with, with those people. Which record label was that? Uh-huh. Which record label? Uh, well, it's the one that, um, you know, it's like a, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to drop names just in case we get like a copyright, but oh, oh you, you, once you access the, the footage, then you will see. This is the one that starts with so and ends with me. Possibly. <laughs> anyway, 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 as as Tupac said those words, I'd rather die than um, you know sign with this record label. Uh, Snoop had this like funny kind of smirk look to, and he looked to the side like he knew he knew what was going to happen. What? Yeah, I know. And then um, he uh, yeah, two days. Oh, like so he did die because he didn't sign with him. Well, that's what the rumor. That's what oh. the rumor has, and there's this other footage about. And then there was like Biggie um, and um, Puff Daddy together, and uh, you know after the shooting, and they were also getting interviewed, and they were like, Biggie was saying, you know, well, we have no idea who did it. It was just some rival gang. And then as you know, the the, the people who who are presenting the footage even pause and give you a slow mo. And, and Puff Daddy is actually looking down, like, in disgust at himself that he knew exactly who it was and knew exactly what was going on. You know, oh, they were all in on it because they everyone else signed except for him. But he just didn't want to be part of the... You know, that that's what he got famous for, was, you know, his Machiavellian way um, of, uh, of approaching things and, and that he didn't want to be part of the, part of the norm. You know, he wanted to be his own person, his own man. So was he shunning the Illuminati? Yeah, he was. He he didn't want to be part of the Illuminati-driven music culture. Wow. So and that's why they shot him. And that's why they killed him because he was his own man. What do you think about that? Huh? I think that was really deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, look at all the people in in history who who've done that kind of thing, and they've all been like mysteriously. Oh, he's been he's mysteriously been shot, and his head blown off, and then you know his wife's trying to clamber out of the car. That was JFK. He got his head blown off. Martin Luther King. What about Martin Luther King? Didn't he get shot? Yeah, but I mean, I think people like are we just listing people who got shot now? (laughs) No, but why did he get shot? Because he was an outspoken race equality advocate. Like Tupac was. Uh, 
you shouldn't have those much kind of wins. Fuck yourself over now. Well, because he, you know, he, he's saying, you know, he ripped about how how he was a minority and, and uh, basically black life, but he didn't want to step into line, so they shot him. Did Martin Luther, Martin Luther King want to step in the line? No. That's Who's what they? It, Who is the they? The New World Order. The Illuminati. The, what, yeah. the whole reason conspiracy is a conspiracy because okay. they. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, is yeah. Are controlling it but not really controlling it and hiding in plain sight well I have a kind of close to home conspiracy theory The um, you'll be aware of the flag referendum yes. the theory is that this is all not just a smoke screen to hide the TPPA actually it's this thing where once the Union Jack is taken off the New Zealand flag some weird sort of process happens where John Key is going to like be a ruler and he'll have complete power, and that they're doing that just so that they can, like, get all the TPPA stuff through, and, like, New Zealand's going to, like, Wait, be so a write-off. Wait, so if the Union Jack is taken off the flag, that stops them from being a Commonwealth? Uh, this is what it starts with. Due authority in a nation like New Zealand is represented on the New Zealand flag by the Union Jack. If you take away the due authority of law, then you open the gates of hell, or, to be precise, the means with which John Key can find the TPPA. If the due authority of the state can be removed, then the TPPA can be signed and the due authority of the TPPA would supersede the power of any New Zealand laws already in place, such as the Bill of Rights. Ah, I see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's all a setup. I think it's not actually as malicious as all of that sort of stuff. I think it's just that John Key wants to be remembered for something. Yeah. I really do. I think it's an ego trip. As opposed to... I'm not an ego trip. Getting New Zealanders to pay for a company, then getting them to pay to maintain the company, then selling those shares in that company back to New Zealanders, and then listen, that was good business. Selling that You'll company that we bought and funded and maintained to people overseas. Listen, that junkie. Listen, that's pretty famous, man. Listen, <laughs> I no. like junkie, man. I love it how he's just got a hold of this country. And sold it all offshore to companies he is actually invested in. Did not know that. Did you not know that? It's another string for my antique Man, there's there's like tons of information about how he like worked for banks and like invested in banks and all his uh, what was was that something inside it? No, not inside a train. Um, oh, he was a, like, stock exchange trader. Yeah. Do you know, honestly, one of my favourite videos in all the world is this documentary that was made in the 80s, and it was just after New Zealand Forex had opened, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a documentary about all these, like, young traders, Um, and John Key was one of them, and he was, like, in the budding stages of his career, and he was just, like, this young upstart working, and it's just, like, an old-school documentary. It's great, and then they go to his house and, like, Brown is there and everything. It's friggin' hilarious. And did you know he actually came from a, a single parent home in um, state housing? Yeah. And which is why he thinks he's an authority on hardship. But there you go, though. You know, I mean, like everyone's eyes are getting opened, man, to what is. This has been an illuminating episode. I feel it's. Just, I mean, it has. I feel like we're not even halfway through our agenda <laughs> either. Yeah, so Graham, how have you found your first time on our podcast? Just like a normal conversation with you guys, but a little bit more exciting, really. 
Cool. Yeah, do you feel like you've gotten everything off your chest that you want to, or is there anything as our guest host that you want to bring up? No, well, there was a lot of creative um, freedom that, that you gave me that I don't usually have in normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I was pretty excited about that. We should just podcast everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but other than that, yeah, it was pretty uh, special. Well, can I just say on behalf of the ticket team, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we've really enjoyed having you here. Yeah. I mean, I get to have you every day. Not like that. <laughs> but you like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I get to have these conversations with you every day, but today has been insightful. And it has been absolutely my pleasure. Um, and, and thank you for having me. I feel like you've been the oracle, you know? You've given some really good life insights. and I am also available for birthday parties. Um, <laughs> bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Um, bar mitzvahs. What do you call wow. those uh, circumcision things? Circumcision? That's a bar, bar mitzvah, isn't it? No, they don't have a circumcision at a bar mitzvah. A circumcision is just done when you're a baby, isn't it? Yeah. Well, mm. When you come out, they're just like... I didn't realise there was a ceremony around that. Yeah, no, that's a bar mitzvah, isn't it? No, no that's when you're 13. Oh. Isn't that to celebrate when it, about being at cutoff, though? Uh, I don't think so. I think it is. I mean, Jews circumcise and Jews have bar mitzvahs, so... Do you know, I know I some Muslims who circumcise as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. there is, yeah. Yeah, my, um, my best mate at home, he didn't circumcise, but all of his cousins and really? stuff did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been a, a just a great time, and I hope to make it back one day. Yeah, well, we would love to have you back. Um, and in the meantime, have a great rest of the week. I'll try. And thanks to everyone for tuning in, um, ticketpodcast.gmail.com. Please, please, um, please leave us a review and rate us on iTunes. Yeah, that'd be great. And leave us some nice Twitter tweets. Yeah. Twittery tweets. And we'll be back before you know it with another episode. And thanks yeah. for the Agony Ant questions as well. If you have any more Agony Ant questions, please do. Hope, hope we were helpful and didn't kill anyone. <laughs> That's all we aim. We accept no responsibility. Unless, of course, you wanted to kill someone. No killing, <laughs> just, just no killing in general. Okay, no. Remember, the lesson of today was don't do the crime and don't do the time. Yes, yeah. And you'll have the time of your life. Love thy neighbour. I like it. Love thy neighbour. <laughs> and leave on a spiritual note. <laughs> All right, thanks, team. Bye. Uh, back next week with another guest host, by the way. Oh, this time it's a biggie. Yeah, so another biggie. Another big, big biggie.